Welcome to episode three of season two of Why MBA, a podcast brought to you by UCLA Anderson. I'm your host and 2017 grad, Alex Brodnick. Today on the pod, Reggie Panaligan, the head of analytics for media and entertainment at Google. Sounds like a pretty cool job, right? And it is. It's Reggie's dream job. He did it. But the path there was definitely not straight. And the patience and strategic thinking, which we dive into in the conversation ahead, is really just inspiring. Reggie's level of patience at least gives me something to aspire to. For all intents and purposes, I have my dream job in entertainment. Melding entertainment strategy with analytics, really interesting job. But if you would have told me that after Delight rejected me in in the summer of 2009 or whatever, then I wouldn't have believed you. So yeah, that, that's sort of the lesson that I've, I've been telling folks that are willing to listen. Okay, let's jump into the story of how Reggie ended up with his dream job and find out exactly how he did it. So before business school, I worked in management consulting. I worked for a small boutique firm called The Concord Group, and they specialized in consulting services for the retail and hospitality industries. So I did that for three years, and, and part of that was here in Orange County, and then they sent me to Boston to help open the Boston office there, but it was 2007 when they sent me there. And, you know, that's when things started to really slow down in real estate and hospitality. And, and you know, I, f- I quickly found myself in Boston with not much to do except for to prepare for the GMAT. And, you know, I ended up spending a year in Boston working and then moved back to L.A. in 2008 for business school. Okay, Reggie, so you get into Anderson. What are you thinking when you come to school? going deeper on real estate consulting stuff or switching it up to something different? You know, quickly sort of turned off the real estate side of the brain when I got to business school and and really focused on consulting because that was sort of the safe bet at the time, again, 2008 to 2010, but with an eye toward entertainment in the future. And I took a lot of classes, basically all the entertainment related classes that were made available to us in Anderson. And as I mentioned, the sort of safest bet would be to let's go down this recruiting path with consulting, see if I get a job and see where that takes me. And I ended up getting an internship as well as a job in consulting afterwards. So I did that for a couple of years. Did you get that? I want to cut in here because that was pretty strategic of Reggie. He wanted to get a job in entertainment, but that wasn't his first step. Okay, let's jump back in. Look, careers along, you know, whatever sort of setback you might experience at this moment in time, it's Maybe not the first, not the last, certainly, but you know, over time, you just sort of have to prepare for the long haul of, of your career. And I think that's, yeah, that's certainly played out in my case. By happenstance, I had run into a former Anderson classmate of mine, section mate of mine, on a plane who worked for Google. And I was on that sort of first row of that plane. We were taking off, we were late. And I'm wondering what's happening here. What, what is the holdup? And the la- very last person on the plane was Rebecca Mall, my classmate from business school. She was working at Google at the time. We got to chat during that flight and she was telling me about an opportunity at Google. And, you know, the rest is sort of history. I, I sent her a resume. I wasn't really looking at the time, but one thing led to another. Eight interviews later, sending my basically whole life story over to, to Google. Eventually, you know, I got hired and that sort of kicked me off into a career in entertainment. Ah, there it is. The payoff for the sacrifice. The long-term strategy that Reggie implemented of first taking the job to consulting just paid off. 
as Reggie was hired into the analytics group that covers media and entertainment companies. Okay, back to the story. That was the first kind of pivot away from consulting and into something that I was you know, truly passionate about. Reggie, it makes total sense looking back on your journey now. But at the time, how did you find that patience to execute the strategy you laid out? You know, I grew up with 10 younger cousins that were all very close and I'm the oldest. And oftentimes I had to babysit them. So patience comes, thankfully, because of that experience, comes naturally to me. But yeah, it certainly paid off when I think about my career, for sure. It's always nice when an experience from growing up helps you in your career. Let's hear about the job you got brought on to do at Google. The role that I had gone over to Google for was called the analytical lead role. And at that time, what that meant was delivering insights to these entertainment clients about any sort of media campaigns that they were running with us. If they were running a trailer on YouTube, we would help them understand exactly who their audience was and you know, who the most efficient audience was from a media standpoint. What I quickly realized, even a few weeks into the job, was that there was a host of other insights and a ton of other value we could be providing to these clients. You know, tapping into search data to understand and to help forecast box office. That was something that I recognized pretty early on that there was a clear link between those two metrics. And so, you know, once I was able to, to start working on that and, and try to prove that and, and share that with clients, the whole sort of scope of the job changed. And really that changed the trajectory of my career because then not only was I talking to, you know, the, the media teams at, at these clients, but then I was talking to the research teams. I was talking to the marketing strategy folks. In certain cases, I was talking to folks who were responsible for the production of films and TV shows. They wanted to understand kind of what Google had to say. And so by happenstance, you know, early in my tenure at Google, I became kind of the person to answer that question of what Google had to say about their films. And so, yeah, it quickly turned into a pretty high profile gig. Reggie, it's so cool hearing about the progression of your job there. I'm curious, can you talk a little about the role that data plays in the entertainment business? Well, I think the entertainment industry is one where data was not, certainly did not have much of a seat in the room. If, it was, if there was a seat, it was at the kids' table, especially back then in, in 2012, 2013. And so there was, you know, at first I was met with a mixture of excitement and wanting to, you know, and openness to learning more from, from some clients. And then from other clients, it was more sort of trepidation and fear that, you know, I would be, whatever I had, whatever insights I had would destroy the, yeah, the industry, right? Because the industry was driven primarily, and, and it will always be, driven by sort of the creative minds that run that business, that create. And I think, you know, data is oftentimes seen as the, can be seen as the enemy of that creativity. You know, one of the clients that really bought in was, was Paramount Pictures. And so much so that I had the opportunity to join Paramount Pictures to start their analytics department in 2016. So, I, you know, I, I remained at Google for four years, again, servicing all of these clients in media entertainment and, and really doing some interesting things. And again, evolving from that, what that initial kind of job description was of, of just providing reporting on media to all of these other things. And yeah, so much so, again, was given the opportunity to, to join Paramount. And this is, you know, certainly a 
after like spending a career at that point of just consulting and, and being sort of at arm's length and, and giving recommendations and, and providing insights, I wanted some skin in the game. And so I decided, why not? Let's, let's jump to Paramount Pictures. At the time, you know, it, it had been on sort of a decline, but, you know, I love challenges, Alex. I think that ultimately is what I saw in front of me was an opportunity to really write a new chapter in this 100-plus-year-old company. I'd come from a place like Google where they challenge you to think pretty audaciously. And, you know, at the time I was really up for that challenge. And so I did it. And, and in fact, it's, it's funny. I, um, I mentioned Rebecca Mall, who was the person I ran into on that flight. And, you know, she actually also at the same time uh, had an opportunity to jump to become head of marketing at Paramount. And so we, you know, those final days of Google, we looked at each other and we said, oh, we're doing this, aren't we? And yeah, we, we started on the same day. And it was really the third chapter of working with Rebecca Mall, again, a colleague that I met from in the same section at Anderson. I think Anderson for so many things, but top of that list is sort of my relationship with Rebecca because, uh, yeah, very rarely do you find someone that you kind of click with and your, your skill sets match up nicely and pair well. And, and her and I certainly have that. And we took that to Paramount, which is great. Okay. So you and Rebecca leave Google for Paramount. She's going to run marketing and you're running analytics. Sounds like quite the dynamic duo. Reggie, tell us, how did it compare to working at Google? The real dichotomy of, of entertainment players as it relates to their relationship with data. On one hand, you have the data-rich players. So uh, you think about the, all the streamers, right? Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Prime, Apple by virtue of them sort of owning that direct consumer relationship, they own the data and they can see, you know, the data that you play with at a company there is actual sort of viewership. At a place like Paramount, you know, the more legacy entertainment companies, the problem is finding meaningful data. It's the opposite problem of Netflix, which is there's too much data. I don't know what to make of it. The, the problem that I faced at Paramount was where is the data? And and what is the data that we're actually collecting? And what is the data that we should be collecting, but we're not collecting? And what you quickly realize is that, you know, these legacy companies operate pretty fr in a really fragmented and siloed manner, right? You think about when you buy a movie ticket, you know, back when, when movies were a thing and, and you know, before COVID-19, when you bought a movie ticket, half of those movie tickets were purchased at the ticket window with cash. So there's no sort of record of that. There's no data of that transaction. Uh, the ones that, that are, are, are counted by credit card, you know, essentially the AMCs and the Regals and the Cinemarks of, of the world own that transaction and own that data. That isn't passed over to the studio at Paramount. And so, you know, we, it required for us a lot of really creative problem solving to understand, all right, so if we're not getting that data, what is the most meaningful data? And, and for you know, one of the things that we figured out really quickly was that really granular geo-level data on box office was going to be the key to unlocking a ton of sort of insights for us. And so that was kind of the mandate that we went forward with as an analytics team at Paramount. And we learned quite a bit on how to sort of enact and really optimize our strategy and uh, marketing using that, that information. 
Reggie, it sounds like a pretty awesome challenge for an analytics guy. It was similar to being the analytics person for a presidential campaign, but 15 presidential campaigns a year with each and every movie. And so there's a lot of polling involved. There's a lot of sort of guesswork. And, you know, and again, not, I say guesswork, but it was my job to make sure that the, I was eliminating as much guesswork as possible to figure out how we would do on opening weekend. But yeah, it's, it's certainly different. I can only imagine. So what happened next for you? So I, after Paramount, I rejoined Google, actually. I rejoined Google last year to actually manage the team that I was once on. And so now my purview is more than just the TV networks and movie studios, but now it includes streamers. It includes gaming, live events, and even news and publishing. And so that's, this is, I'm in that next sort of chapter really learning about these other entertainment industries and how analytics can play a part. And, and, you know, as I mentioned earlier, there, what I'm finding is that there really is just a tale of two cities, right? It's the data rich clients have a completely different need for data and analytics. You know, they are often much more well resourced. And so they're, the things that they're doing are much more sort of advanced, whereas there's much more of a creative problem solving angle when it comes to analytics for these more legacy companies. So this next chapter really is about kind of learning what is my preference, I would say, going forward after that. I love the patience that Reggie has plugged into his journey. It's not an easy thing to do. We all want to skip steps and get our dream jobs right away. But the path that Reggie went down, first going into consulting and then becoming a go-to resource at Google, running a department at a film studio, and then back to taking over his group at Google. I mean, you really couldn't draw it up any better than that. I like to think about Reggie when I'm feeling impatient for something new and reflect on the chess-like moves he used. The other thing I find interesting is, as Reggie put it, the dichotomy between new and old media companies. They both faced incredible business challenges that would test any smart MBA, but figuring out which challenge was right for him, well, that's a life's work to decipher. For me, coming to business school flexed my creative problem-solving muscle. The work you do on teams, in class analyzing cases, to internships, and ultimately a new job Business school and the experiences around it is really the exact time where you can start to answer these types of questions for yourself. As Reggie said, careers are long. You don't need to have it all figured out today. What you do need to do is work hard, gain knowledge, and eventually you too will be sitting on that plane when your destiny sits down next to you. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Stay with us as we have many great stories ahead. And please follow Anderson on social media 